next. I'll say this. I'll say this. There's a new IP coming, and I've played it. Oh, snap. And it's going to surprise people. Welcome, everybody, to the Spawn of Me podcast. This is your host, Khalif Adams. I'm joined this week and every week with my host, my brother from the, another mother, the uh, mouth of the South, who is not in the South, <laughs> Cicero Holmes. How are you doing, sir? I'm the mouth from the South Bronx. I love you. Oh, that was Brother Love. What did, what did uh, Jimmy Hartz used to say? He, um, I don't know. He what he used give, me, give me my money. I don't think he's had a catchphrase. Right. Give me my money. He just had the bullhorn. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. He just had the bullhorn and never understood what he would say. But I will say uh, something that somebody else would say in wrestling. You a Josh old bro. A Josh old bro. Uh, that was uh, Slick. Slick. Come on, come Slick. On. Well, I, I mean, I know who Slick was. Slick was like, he was like my uncle. Right, he had a jerry curl. <laughs> he kept the jerry curl going. He had a jerry curl. He was always late to dinner. He came in with that one suit, that one gray suit that was like church slash pimping slash <laughs> slash D all the above. Right, slash slash uh, court suit. Was like, hey, didn't you get married in that suit? Yep, and I went to your father's funeral in that suit. The same suit. <laughs> and my raiment. Um, how, how are you, sir? How are you, sir? I'm doing all right, man. It was a good week. Uh, lots of fun was had. Uh, it was it was a good time had by all. I'm, I'm happy it's the weekend. Uh, it's almost a Jeanne song, but it's not going to be on, that, on this episode. Uh, but it, it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. I cannot complain. You? Uh, yeah, hey, man. Uh, listen, we had a great week. Um, in Bricago. Uh Bricago is is doing wonderful things. Um, the lovely and talented Gita Jackson stopped by Bricago and um, you know drank some Nicki Minaj Scotto and then, <laughs> and, then, and then cried. She had some skiggity Scotto <laughs> and uh, thanks a lot, Gita, for for coming in and and. Uh, adding your wonderfulness to to what was already a beautiful place here in Chicago, but it's now more beautiful as a result of you being here. Word. Um, and, uh, you know, she is now now on the named Match 3 podcast with uh, Sam Phillips and Patrick Klepek. Who I have beef with now because I learned that they are both proponents of the Chicago dog, which has no ketchup on it. That's a whole and, other yeah, story. Yeah, because exactly. And, and Manveer hair. So Memphis oh, yeah, here. So, don't let me see you in the street. Yeah, I know you. So, yeah. I know you, son. We we I don't care we coming you, for we coming for y'all with ketchup. I don't care if you all up in <laughs> in, in Canada rocking Bioware gear, busting right. out synths and, and killing people and killing hives right. and all that other crazy shit that you be up in right. there doing. <laughs> anyway, um, again, thanks everybody for listening to that show. There was a lot of great feedback on it. A lot of folks were really digging Gita on the show. Um, and she had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And we're going to have a lot of fun on this one, which is episode 65. This is going to be is. something a little bit different because we are doing our pre-E3 show. Uh, and this is going to be pre-three show. And we have a <laughs> star-studded cast. Uh, it's like the Negro love boat. Uh, yes. We have all the people in one place getting ready to have fun. We have our minister of, fun, of no finance, uh, that man, that dude. The man with the best sideburns in the game, Sharif Jackson. How are you, sir? 
I'm doing good, man. Like my like my sideburns are manicured by all the no finance that I make on the show. Word. I, t- I, I, I take that right to the barber and say, yo, man, t- take these negative dollars and shave them. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard I'm you shave it. your I heard you shave your beard with shaved down sides of credit cards. Look, man. I mean, they gotta get used somehow. I think Discover is the best. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> Discover, Discover has the sharpest off a, edges. Off a Discover card. Yeah. <laughs> right. You discovered yes. you discovered its best use was shaving your sideburns. <laughs> yes. It was like it yes. was like you know which cards are good because you know the the number prefixes. You're like, yo, give me that five oh nine seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, man. I don't need the cars anymore, man. I use Apple Pay for oh, everything instead of physical cards. I just use them to shave. Oh, now. Yeah. So, oh my god! There you go. They got it. They got to be used somehow. Word. It's yeah. craziness. 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 <laughs> uh, we are also joined with a, a legend in his own right, in his own mind, and in his own <laughs> everything else. We have one of my favorite people on the planet. We have a host of Gamertag Radio. Returning champion to spawn on me, Paris, Don Juan DeMarco, superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> I will bench press you into the stratosphere, Lily. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. And uh, if you're going to compare me to anybody in wrestling from the '80s, I got to be Butch Reed. I got to be the natural. Oh damn! Oh. Wow. We need to do. We need to one with, with my blonde hair. <laughs> right, yes. You know, I got I to be the natural. All right. I want that I to happen. You're gonna, I, I thought you were going to say Coco Beware. <laughs> See, that, that's a little, that's a little insulting. You uh, kind of insulted me a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah? It, oh, at least, I, I at least give me Coco, Bad News man. Brown. Oh, you at least got to well, give me Bad News give you Brown. Junkie you can't call me Coco Beware with a, a parrot. <laughs> I mean, do you own a parrot? <laughs> Yo. I'm just saying, I used to be flapping to the screen. Yep. Like, when you would come on, yep. I'd be doing a little flap. <laughs> Yo. Okay, okay, let me ask you this question. Like, you're saying that. Think about what you just said. And how Vince McMahon was probably laughing at every black person. In Wait a minute. Flapping along with Coco Wait, hold Beware. on. If you want to have that discussion, that's a whole other show of how the right. WWE yeah. is one of the most right. racist. Yeah. I mean, Junkyard Dog? No, no, no. We're talking yeah. about G.I. Bro. G.I. Oh, yeah, buddy. G.I. <laughs> right. Bro. And S.D. Jones, how they, how they right. messed him up. Anyway. Right. Screw you, Vince Kamala. McMahon. Harlem, Harlem Heat. Two d- two dudes with southern accents from Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> and they came out rapping every every time. They came out rapping. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. we have we're also joined with our newest member of Bricago. Thank you so much for rolling through. We have uh, a brother who I met on the Coalition podcast. He was doing yes. some some work there. He was he was representing for uh, Sanity that night. <laughs> he was representing for a nuanced position. Uh, we have we have brother Charles Single Single Singletary uh, on the show this week. Single Single Singletary. I'm <laughs> very very glad to be here. It is Singletary. You got it right. I was about to, I was about to call you Singleton and then make make you a movie director. And that was like well, that every was everybody else does. Yeah. Every single other person <laughs> does that. But I'm very very glad to be here. I appreciate it. Word. I'm so happy that you're here because I remember seeing you on that podcast and you you were, you were talking truth. You were bringing truth to power, right. and I was appreciative of that. That was dope. Well, there Word. were about there were about 14 other people on that podcast, so it was it was kind of crazy. I love Coalition, <laughs> but it's the only podcast I know that can do a conga line with how many people they have on the show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love I love y'all Coalition. Word. I love you, Tony. I love you. I love y'all, brother. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do on this show is, again, this is our pre-E3 show. It's going to be a lot of crap talk 
and a lot of uh, speculatory things happening. Crap talk. Yeah, crap we, don't, talk. we don't talk crap. The, I don't talk crap. <laughs> I talk shit. <laughs> See, this is why we need like Coco Beware. It's nice and wholesome. There's going to be a lot of discussion tonight about all the conferences. We're going to talk about the big three. We're going to talk about the Ubi, Ubisoft conference, the EA conference a little bit. We're going to do especially the Bethesda uh, presser because they, I think, are the ones who have the most kind of um, goodwill going into the show already. They have a lot of stuff that they kind of blew everybody away with their Fallout 4 announcement. Um, they had me sitting up at seven o'clock in the morning waiting for a damn bu- for a damn website to refresh like an asshole, uh, but it, but it totally was was great stuff. So uh, we'll do it in a roundtable fashion. We'll go around, ask folks what they think, and then if they have any uh, wants or needs or thinks that things are going to happen, we're going to bust that out and let folks uh, kind of run with that. So uh, the first big show of E three will be. De- Can I interrupt? Absolutely, you of course. Really quick. I would like to challenge yes. what you said about there being a big three. I don't think there is. Is a big, and if there is a big three, I think the third one isn't what you think. I know it it's is. not Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's Nintendo. Not Nintendo. Um, I would challenge you and say that it is either going to be Bethesda after what we see on Sunday, or it's EA is the big three. Okay, okay, we we will definitely get into that. That's a good. That's a good poll. Good, nicely done, sir. Um, let's see. Let's let's start off with Microsoft. So Microsoft last year had a pretty good showing. I think they did fairly well. Um, Phil Spencer got on stage. He looked very dapper. He winked at the the camera and he had that little like ding smile thing that happened. <laughs> um, and he and he he got out there, showed some games, and people were semi happy. I don't think that people were elated by. Uh, by the showing, especially coming off the year prior to that, where it was all about TV, TV, TV. Um, I know that you were there in person, Paris. I know you you actually have hands-on knowledge. You were right in front. I think you got sweated on by Phil Spence. I think he like shook his hand. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of sweat got on your shirt. You got the juice. Um, what do you, What do you think about this year's show coming up? Uh, what is What are some things that you're kind of looking forward to? What are the things you think you'll see as opposed to things that they might show? I think my, it, this is Microsoft's E3 to lose. Mm. Just just on based on what we know going in versus any, you know, surprises that may happen, you know, during during the week. Um we know they have Halo 5. They have a lot riding on that franchise right now, especially after last year with the issues with the Master Chief collection. Um they got that exclusive holiday window with Tomb Raider. I think that's going to be pretty big for them, especially since Uncharted's not going to make it this holiday. Forza 6 is going to be that established sim racer that you know every it's going to be all reliable for them. Everyone knows that that's going to be something solid coming from turn 10. Um there's going to be an unannounced rare game that they're going to have there. Um they're making a big push with their indie scene with the what do you do you call it ID at Xbox, I yeah. guess is, is what they're yeah. calling it. Um, you know, Windows 10 is going to be big for them because yep. the dashboard is going to get a complete update from what it currently is. Hopefully, it'll be more uh, user friendly. Um, I think Connect once and for all will be dead now. Um, wow. they're just, just going to leave that behind. Um, obviously, they're they're pushing for the whole cross platform play with Windows 10 PCs and streaming. You know, 
Xbox games to the PC. I do believe it's going to go the other way as well. I think that's probably going to be a big reveal for them that you're going to be able to stream PC games to your Xbox mm-hmm. One. Man, you um, stole my, you stole you know, my. The, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was, I was going to predict that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and then you know they're obviously they've come out and said that they're fixing the controller finally because I can't stand that chat adapter. I've been against that thing since day one. <laughs> um, and also, you know. Obviously, got leaked today about the uh, one terabyte Xbox One, which is sorely needed, obviously for space wise. But I think we might see a two ninety nine Xbox One with the old five hundred gigabyte versions until mm. they until they run okay. out. I think that might be wow. a big deal for them too. Um, but with all that said, I mean, I think the fact that Microsoft has exclusive games that that's the only place you're going to be able to play them this holiday is going to be big for them. Um, so, so like I said, I, I really think it's going to be their show to lose. Charles, do you, do you have any any other insights that you might want to add to that list? Um, I'm I'm right in that same pocket. Basically, it's definitely their show to lose. They have all the pieces to to dominate in place right now. They they have the momentum going into it, and like you said, they have a really really strong holiday season. And me, I lean more so towards shining like on like the indie uh, stuff and a couple of big partnerships they've kind of done that haven't been blown up necessarily or uh, gigantic, which is probably going to be pretty, yeah, pretty right. big deal when it comes to uh, the windows 10 situation and elite dangerous also, which is going to be a pretty big deal. So I'm looking forward to potentially seeing those on the stage in some fashion, um, not just part of like a montage, but just have some legit coverage for those because even though I think both of those are limited, uh, Elite Dangerous, not so much. I think Gigantic. Well, no, other way around. Gigantic, I don't think is limited, but Elite Dangerous is a limited exclusive. I still think that they need to push that because that's that's another strong holiday thing. Because I have a feeling those are going to come out before the year ends. Right. So, yeah, I think those are going to be pretty 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 important. Reef, what do you, what do you have on on Microsoft's conference so far? It's fifty uh, E three twenty I mean, the biggest thing to me is HoloLens. I mean, that thing blew my mind when they talked about it, you know, um, at their last uh, kind of conference. And I just see a lot of applications for it on the gaming side. I know they're pushing it as more than gaming. Um, but I think that if they really want to distinguish and they like their sort of gadgets. And I think that since they haven't seen the love with Connect, I think HoloLens is going to be their new thing that they're going to jump on in terms of trying to um you know make themselves like unique in the uh console space i think but between that and the windows 10 integration which i hope also goes to um surface tablets and uh, windows phones as well um i think they're in a great position to really launch some cool integrated um stuff that you know i don't think that sony or nintendo can match um, and I think that, you know, they can really do this, like sort of taking over your living room and digital library kind of thing that all the companies have been trying to preach over the last couple of years. I think they're in the best position to um, do it. Um, to be honest, that stuff has me more excited than the games. I mean, um, you know, T- Tomb Raider is dope. I, you know, I, I mean, I think that's a big win for them um you know um obviously like your halo and gears you mastered and stuff but i think from a game perspective it'll really be the indie stuff um that will get me excited about them because all the other stuff you know they're sort of you know they're known properties like unless they do something 
different with them. Um, I don't think that's going to really get the excitement like for me, but HoloLens and like Windows and stuff, I, th- I think they can really knock it out there. Cicero, what do you, what do you got on Microsoft? Well, I, I would say that last year, um, you know, I said on the uh, on the the I guess special edition podcast that we we had done the Google Hangout that we had done right after the conferences that I felt like um, Microsoft's uh, press conference was the best, um, and and what they showed was and you know and basically what I've said all along you know going throughout the year was that if you were buying a console last year and you wanted to play games right away, the console to buy clearly was the the Xbox One because they had they had the most games that you could play only on their system last year. And I think the same thing is true this year, um, that when it's all said and done, they're going to they're going to have the most games that you can play right away exclusively on uh, the Microsoft family of platforms. And uh, so, you know, again, like like everyone else has said, uh, it, it, it seems like it's Microsoft's uh, press or E3 to lose if, you know, if anyone can win E3, um, you know, I want to I want to stop for a second and say yet again, I'm a fucking genius, you know, that that <laughs> that uh, game companies and software developers and hardware developers may make me have to sign an NDA on my own brain from stopping myself <laughs> from wow. telling people about the things that they're going to be doing. Wow. Because, yet again, hashtag stubnostications ring true with the one terabyte hard drive for the Xbox One. Um, I, I like Paris's Stevie ring. Wonder could have saw that a one terabyte <laughs> Xbox One was coming up. I know, it's amazing. But, more, more space. It's incredible. Right, right. They're, well, but, you know, I called this like seven months ago. Um, you know, I said that they were going to announce it at E3, uh, uh, you know, a week, a week before E3, they finally came out and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cicero was right. Here it is. Um, but, <laughs> but it's the Cicero, Cicero was right package. Um, but I, I like the, I like the wrinkle that, that Paris added to it and, and, uh, you know, allowing them to push out a fire sale of some sort where, they sell out the the remaining versions of the of the console at a at a lower price. Um, hey, because they sure got a lot of them in storage. They, yeah, so they've yeah, got they've, they've got a lot of them in stock. I, and, and I would totally cop one. And right, exactly, they've got a lot of them in stock, and they and they're and they're losing the console race right now, and um, are desperately looking to to make up ground, and that's that's definitely one way to do it. Um, you know, because uh, truth be told. One terabyte is still not going to be large enough for, you know, I mean, you know, maybe maybe it'll get you a year. You're still going to wind up having to buy some type of external storage. Um, but, you know, but back to the games um, again, they're going to have, you know, Forza six and, and you know, the Tomb Raider timed exclusive. Um, we'll probably see something from uh, about Battletoads, which people will get it. It will really get people excited when they hear about it but nobody's going to wind up buying it yep um, exactly you know gigantic is is going to be a really really big game um I, you know people aren't excited for it but i i have this feeling that 
um, either either one of these two games is really going to hit super big for uh, for Microsoft. Either Fable Legends coming out free to play, or Smite. Um, if I had to p- place money on it, I would place my money on Smite um, yeah, as definitely. as the as the MOBA. Yeah. You know, as this this MOBA that proves that you can actually have MOBAs on on the console. Um, and you know they finally got it right. They built it for the console when they rebuilt the game. So um, I, and that's gonna that's gonna be really really big for them. And uh, you know I didn't even think about Hololens, but uh, Hololens if they can show some type of integration with the Xbox during the press conference that that really makes sense, then then that's that's something really big. Um, and you know Halo Five obviously. But I, I can almost guarantee you, and, and in fact, Phil has said so, there's going to be something that we didn't even think about that will be announced. That's oh, gonna, uh, that's, 100%. That's, gonna, 100%. That's, that's going to be, they're hoping it will blow our minds, but at least we'll be talking about it. We'll be talking about what Microsoft is doing for you this year, yet again, once, once uh, the, the day of press conferences is over. Oh, and can I can I throw one other thing in uh, in case we move on? Um, DirectX 12. I don't know if it'll be at the Microsoft press conference or if it'll be when Phil goes to the PC uh, gaming press conference right. that they're going to have the next day at E3. But I think if if they truly want to show off the feature of, of DirectX 12 and say this is the future of Windows 10 and Xbox One, yada, 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 it needs to be Halo 5. Halo yeah. 5 needs to be that showcase game right. to show off that DirectX 12 is here and here's what we can do on the Xbox right. One graphically, you know, to to ease gamers' minds that the PlayStation 4 and the PC is not the end-all be-all if they want graphical right. powerhouse for, right. for their gaming consoles. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that they're going <clears> to <throat> maybe pull some, some interesting rabbits out of their hat. I think I'll, I'll finish up the round out with Halo 5 is going to be interesting to see what they're going to do with that. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with uh, HoloLens. I really want them to do some kind of game uh, gamification in a real way, besides making it into something that you're going to walk around your house and find out where your groceries are. Um, <laughs> I'm super excited to see what the new Gears of War will look like, if they do show any of it at all. Um, and I'm kind of interested to see, since they did all that buyout of Minecraft, even though yes. I'm not a big a big player of it or a player of it at all i know that there's a lot of folks who really are excited about that and that's your hololens right there that's what i was thinking that's your that's your killer app yeah that's what i was thinking i was like maybe they will kind of give it a demo of that and see how they're gonna you know pull pull those things together And, and i'm hearing these these rumors about the possibility of microsoft pulling a playstation now kind of service out of their butts as something that may work. I'm not sure why I'm hearing these rumors, but I'm hearing these rumors and that would be maybe not the smartest thing to do seeing as a PlayStation now was kind of, uh, is kind of dead in the water, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think they will. I don't, I, I think mm-hmm. their answer to that is going to be the, the whole game streaming in home. Right. I think it's going to be streaming games from your windows PC to an Xbox one and vice versa. I think oh. that's going to be their answer to what Sony's because look, let's be real. That PlayStation Now, you are a damn fool if you are spending that money to stream <laughs> those games and have them laggy as hell trying to play something that you could have bought from GameStop used on the discount rack. You know, right. so no, 
Right. No, I, 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 I think that was an interesting thing for Sony to attempt to do, but ultimately it's going to go the way of Kinect. We'll see. Which you know I hate. I mean, we'll see, I, though. We'll see. Hey, you got lots of hate. I think, for, uh, yeah, I, th- I think once again, ba- that backwards compatibility is something everybody screams about, and then no one uses it. Right. I think, right. But here's the thing, really quick before we move on to, to, to Sony, about that BC stuff. It's like, I think BC would work, but people just don't, like, it's not even a matter that people don't play it. It's a matter that people, when they actually have it, from the companies and say, hey, we can actually put this back into your system via software. They don't do it. I think that I think of, of any of the generations, this one has been the one where I think backwards compatibility might have worked. It might have gotten people in there because there's so many things I've been trying to play that I just don't I'm not going to go buy another uh, <coughs> PS PS3 for. So we're going to we're going to we're going to move along. We're going to go to Sony. You're going to see what the dudes over at Sony uh, have to offer so they had a they had a fairly good conference as well last year i think that they probably um kind of wowed some folks with some of the stuff they had if i remember correctly which i'm kind of blanking on right now no but, man's sky no man's sky that was it that was the thing <laughs> yeah was, i mean no man's, and, the, and the uncharted demo and the uncharted was it, yeah. no was the uncharted demo then or was that at the playstation experience that was a playstation experience yes that was so at they, the oh they had a uh, little big planet uh yeah. no yeah, yeah. Basically. I mean, it was there. Yeah. I like Little Big Planet. Eh, yeah. but little big, little big, little yeah. stink. And, yeah. and project, and project cars, planet. not project yeah. cars. Uh, drive club, uh, drive club, drive club, drive club. So we're yeah. we're gonna start off. Uh, I think that they do have some things up their sleeve this year. I know that there's a lot of conversations about them totally not having any first party stuff, which I've which I believe to be true, but. Um, let's start it off with Charles. Charles, what do, what, do, what do you have on the Sony side of things? They are definitely the biggest question mark when it comes to all of the different shows. Not not counting PC, considering it's their like first event. But we don't know what their first party studios have been doing. But I think that could be a benefit for them. Not honestly, not for this year. I don't think they're going to be be able to announce anything for 2015 that'll make any kind of difference. I think. Right that their guys have been cooking for next year for sure. And I, I, I didn't even mention this when we talked about it on the uh, on the coalition.com, but I think that one of the bigger titles for them that they need to execute is the Guerrilla Games uh, title. Right. Because yeah. it's yeah. like, uh, I, th- I think they said it's supposed to be kind of like Destiny in a sense, which we, we see how that's turned out now, regardless of how people felt about it before. But Sony could use a title of that magnitude at this point uh, to kind of consistently push their lead forward. There's nothing else like Uncharted. That's that's not a that's not going to be a system seller. People that got the PlayStation knew that they were getting Uncharted when it came out day one. Didn't matter. That's not something new. That's just like you said about Forza. That's old faithful. That's going to do what it does. Everybody knows it's coming. They need something new to drop. They need to give some release dates. They they need to give a release date to The Last Guardian. I don't know how y'all feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget about it. February thirty first. It never happened. It never they happened. they need to give a release date to that. I don't know. It's not going to sell like some huge, humongous numbers, but people will be talking about it. Um, and a person a person uh, mentioned an interesting thing where they're probably going to focus on VR a whole lot. And right. Right. that's probably true. And No Man's Sky kind of fits as a as a killer app for them on the VR side. Not by itself. They'll need something else to go along with it. But I don't know. I, I think 
Sony could either just coast off of this lead that they have and just, you know, release the things that we know about already, give us more Uncharted, tease the multiplayer. Uh, Gran Turismo, I think it's been in a long enough de- development cycle to have a, a gameplay trailer up there by now. But I think that they could drop some bombs out there and surprise people. Nice. Um, let's see. Let's move over to Cicero. Cicero, what do you think about Sony in uh, this year's E3? Well, so, I mean... It- Again, I'll, I'll start by talking about last year's E3, and and while they had great looking games, uh, game videos, um, the problem was that they didn't have any games that you would be able to, or or the number of games that you were going to be able to play last year, um, was was very limited. And if you look at the exclusive titles that that came out between last year's E3 and this year's E3, um, you know, Drive Club was a disaster. Little Big Planet came and went, and nobody noticed. And and uh, you know, and the order eighteen eighty six was was uh, divisive at best. Game um, of the year, game right, of the you, year, you know, and and. So I mean, and and that was it. Those were those were the exclusive titles. Somebody hey, correct hey, me if blood, I'm wrong. Blood, Bloodborne did work. Oh, though. Bloodborne, Bloodborne, yeah, yeah, Bloodborne. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, there you go. That is that is it. That is the. That game. was also divisive. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where you you have to, if you if you like those games, you love that game. Um, but but I mean, it's it's one of those. I I I'm afraid that that Sony is going to do another one of those things where they're going to come out and there's not going to be a lot of games, if any, that they can really talk about um, that will be out by the holiday of, of you know, 2015. And I, I wonder how long it's going to be before consumers come back and say, well, yeah, I, I like the PS4. People are getting PS4. My friends have the PS4, but there are no games for it, you know. Or there are no games. There are no exclusive games. There, there are all of these other games. There are all these games that are cool coming out on this other console that I don't have, or I have the chance to get that my friends don't have. And you know what's coming out on this console that means that makes me have to go out and get it. And there, there really isn't anything. Last there wasn't anything last year, and there wasn't anything this year, or, or it doesn't seem like there's going to be anything this year. I hope that you know. I hope I'm wrong, um, but I just I just don't I just don't see anything, and uh, and and th- I, I I do believe that there will be stuff coming out in 2016. That there will be some really really substantial substantial titles from from uh, from Sony from first parties or even second parties. Um, that will, you know, that will blow everybody's socks off. So, um, you know, but people have to have to be patient, and you know, people on the internet aren't patient. Video game players, you know, aren't necessarily <laughs> right. patient. Right. Um, right. The 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 one thing that I will be interested to see how they are able to translate this into the press conference is Morpheus, and really kind of, you know, because I I know Morpheus will be at the conference. It's how do you get people to actually appreciate what Morpheus is from a stage and I don't know how that translates so that that'll be that'll be interesting to see if they even tried 
try to tackle that. All right, let's get let's get Reef in on on Sony. What do you think, Reef? I think Sony could potentially have, um, I guess, if you count a winner and loser, the worst conference. Um, I think they're kind of in the position that Microsoft is in, except they don't have all the cool sort of Windows 10 integration kind of stuff to align. Because I don't see a lot of games um, that I'm personally really excited about in the near future. I mean, you know, I'm definitely excited about Uncharted 4. I'm definitely excited about whatever Quantic comes com, comes up with because, I, you know, like Heavy Rain was one of my favorite games right. um, for the PS3. Yes, yes. Um, and I think that they learned from the mistakes from Beyond right. Two yeah, Souls, Souls and they're most likely going to knock it out the park with their uh, next game. And even if they don't, they know how to put together nice tech demos. That's true. That's totally <laughs> no, that's true. Not. So I think that if they had even a tech demo out for a unannounced game, I think that will be awesome. And of course, you have Gran Turismo, all that stuff. But I mean, I don't really, I don't see anything else that'll get the needle moving. Like for me personally, um, you know. And to be honest, with my PS4, I mean, aside from, like, Destiny and, you know, a few other games, I get most, I play mostly PlayStation Plus, you know, games that I get right. off of there. Now, 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 I do have a gaming PC that I play most of the sort of third-party stuff that comes out on a PC. So, if I didn't have that, it might be a little different, but, you know, I don't get a lot of stuff on the PS4 now, and I don't see that changing um, in the next year. Now, I think Morpheus is a bit of a wild card. I mean, they could, you know, have something in store that uh, none of us, you know, are even thinking about here. Um, but I really think that they probably have the biggest chance of uh, of bombing this. Uh, I mean, not bombing, but, you know, l- l- kind of like not winning the perception war. That right. Is, <clears throat> right, 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 right. Paris, Paris, what do you got on uh, Sony this year? Well, <clears throat> try not repeat too many things that's already been said, but I, I think Sony's main focus is going to need need to be to preach patience to gamers to show the future to say, all right, here's what we have coming in 2016 and beyond. This is why, okay, here's what we may have in, in 2015, but be patient because when we get to the spring of 2016, we're going to give you Uncharted. We're going to give you Ratchet and Clank. We're going to preview Gran Turismo. You know that's coming. Like you're talking before about the Guerrilla Games, you know, the title that's coming. I, I'm assuming that'll probably be maybe holiday 2016, something like that kind of show what the potential of the PlayStation 4 is going to be moving forward. I think a big thing for them is going to be to cut the price. Um, I'm sure they're mm. going to have a one terabyte drive as well. I don't think they can stay at 399 I think it's going to need to go to 350 to 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 appease people in 2015, so to speak. Um, Project Morpheus is obviously going to be huge for them. I think the biggest trick is going to be how do you show off a virtual game at a at a press event you can't the only way you can actually understand what morpheus is going to be is to actually try it so i think a big thing for them going you know into e3 itself is getting people into project project morpheus and actually let them talk about it so they can get a buzz going during the show so that you know when polygon and ign do all their write-ups or talking positively positive experiences about using project morpheus um in my opinion, like we just previously talked about what Microsoft is doing, I think this is a big holiday for Sony, so much so that 
I think Microsoft is going to have the momentum going into the holiday. It's to kind of just keep things even. Just weather the storm, get to spring, get to Drake, get Drake out, get Uncharted out so that they can then go ahead and start pumping the actual games. Because let's be real, 2015 for them is a God of War remake, an Uncharted remake. Right. They have that one survival game that's coming out. They're going to have Tearaway, which for all intents and purposes is another remake. And they're going to have No Man's Sky, which is a third-party game, but it's a timed exclusive. So that's going to be their destiny this year. They're gonna That's going to be the showcase for the holiday. And they're going to have a bunch of indie titles, which is fine. I, I think, uh, look, if, if I'm not playing on my gaming PC third-party games i play on the playstation 4 i play destiny on the playstation 4 you know what i mean it like i may be talking positive about microsoft right now but i barely touch my xbox one i i play the playstation 4 but the problem's gonna be when we get to this holiday there's gonna be a lot of games on the xbox one that i finally want to start playing versus what am i playing on the playstation 4 this holiday right maybe no man's sky but which let's be real here what is that game we don't know nobody right. knows no one knows right. that thing right. could be 100 percent vaporware by the time it comes out and just not uh-huh. be anything that's worth playing it may be a fantastic tech demo but it again they're going to run into a problem with no man's sky it's not something you can show on stage to get people excited there, there's no way if you, you do can a, do that in a 15 to 20 minute demo. True, in the 20 in the 20 minute video i think you can i think you I can think, i think you can show some, but, some but it's, dynamic it, but stuff. It, okay but then if you do do that it's something that's heavily scripted it's not right. something that a typical gamer can you you can't show right. me this highly scripted event on stage and expect me to pick up the game in november or whenever it comes out and guarantee i'm gonna have that same experience i, I, I guess that's the point i'm trying to make i don't trailers, know if that's the though. case though I, what's that? What's that, Reef? Isn't that all trailers though? Like they show yeah, a highly yeah. scripted, yeah, exactly. highlight exactly. flick, and that's and every like, call. That's every Call of yeah, Duty at, at, that opens a Microsoft press conference. That's like the Here, order. Here's right? my thing. Right. Here, here's my thing to, about that, Paris. And I'll and I'll I'll, I'll re- re- rebuff what, what you said for a hot second. <laughs> rebuff. Rebuff. Um, here's my thing about that: is the fact that yes, to a certain extent, you'll have a scripted. Whatever that may be, 10-minute demo, it'll be Sean Murray on stage kind of running through all the new things that you can do in it. I think games like No Man's Sky are so different in the way that, yes, we don't know what exactly you are supposed to be doing in those games because it's so high, <clears throat> high concept. But I think what you want to show off is the underlying concepts of what you want to do in that game. Not necessarily how you would go from point A to B in the grand scheme of whatever the quote-unquote narrative would be for a game like that, but it's the possibilities of when you talk about No Man's Sky. It's like you can start from here, go here, and then end up here, and then this is how your gameplay experience will wind up being. Do you think that that's not something that they could that they could pull off no, on? To, to hear you explain it that way, maybe so. It's very possible. I mean, I, I think... Again, PlayStation's going to have a lot riding on that title right. this holiday. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe so. Maybe you're right. I mean, the the thing that I was going to say with No Man's Sky is, and, and, and I'm happy that all of you kind of have touched upon the, the, the Morpheus side of this conversation was, one, uh, they talked a lot about uh, Morpheus in GDC this year. Um, I went to one of the uh, panels that they talked about, and they were showing some new gameplay mechanics of how they're thinking about using Morpheus in, in actual in actual game spaces. And it was 
fairly interesting to see that they're they're doing yes virtual reality stuff but they're also doing lots of really tactile tactile kind of gameplay that is both force feedback stuff and also um you know spatial awareness and and a whole bunch of other things that they're kind of compiling together to give you a, a, a very different experience um of all the games that I didn't really think about when it came to Morpheus, No Man's Sky was not the one that I thought about until you guys kind of brought that up. And now I'm even more excited at the possibilities of Morpheus coming out and that game being attached to it. Like, you can throw another camera. We saw it in the HoloLens demo. Um, they showed basically, like, the inside view of what's happening while you're in it. Yes, you won't get the auditory uh, 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 markers, but you'll still get the visuals and I think you can show that on a stage and and get people excited again about the product for that um I think uh two things that people will be waiting for forever uh one is Jesus and the second one is <laughs> the last guardian, last guardian. Right. Um, so that may never like happen I'm just saying. They're one in the same. Yeah, like, basically. Right, right, right. He's basically. the last guardian. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he is, is the last guardian. Wait, 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 wait. Now, if, if you want to go that route, you can say the Final Fantasy VII remaster is like that. That's definitely never, ever going to happen. Uh, I'd say we'd see Final Fantasy VII remastered before we'll see The Last, the last guardian. guardian. Seriously? Or Jesus. Or, or Jesus, <laughs> a.k.a. The Last Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> TLG, aka Jesus, TLG, aka Destiny. Jesus was a, Jesus was a titan. strong guardian. <laughs> Jesus was a titan. Killing. I think me, there. Man. I think there may be. Jesus was a titan. That's, I, that's a bumper sticker. Jesus, that's a bumper sticker. <laughs> I think that you may see uh, some 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 mutterings about Red Dead Redemption. I think that may be a thing. Which mm-hmm. I think that would that would. That would get me excited. That would. Yeah, be, well, we won't we won't see that we won't see that at E three because Rockstar is never at E three. So true. True, true, true. They may they may not do anything. I'm excited to see what um, uh, Uncharted Four is going to look like. Whatever they've gotten to now, I'm sure they're going to show something at that at the at the show. And they are going to be doing demos of Morpheus directly because they said so at GDC. They weren't doing right. hands on stuff at GDC, but they're definitely going to be doing hands on stuff at E3. So that's going to be dope. It, that's and, true because I have an appointment scheduled to play Morpheus so I'm, oh. I'm, I'm very scared no I look, oh wow Exclusive. I'm trying to give information not Exclusive. to you to your listeners <laughs> and you suck okay I see how it is I did not <laughs> get an invite to go see Morpheus so someone please if you know right. I will hang out I'll stick into your backpack and hang out Bricago Bricago I just want to let you know um Every time we get into a chat, we start talking to Paris. Superman loving the plays in the background. He he <laughs> pretends like he is ridiculously big time. Oh, so. oh, oh my goodness! You know what? I'm, I, you like I said in the face. chat, you see me at E3. Just keep walking. I didn't say that one. That was him. I'm trying to get into that Morpheus joint. That was Cicero. I ain't got nothing to do with him. Uh, also, also, uh, big announcement that there will be a 3.99 PlayStation 4 with a two terabyte hard drive and connect. All right, so we're going to uh, and connect. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I, do, I do. I do. I do have. We're gonna move on. To I do. I do have. I do have a serious question about Sony. What's up? Um, what? I, seriously, what is going to be the AAA holiday title? What's going to be the November release, um, first party exclusive, or or, or any kind of exclusive? 
I have an idea for 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 Sony. What, what do you no Man's Sky. game that we may have forgotten. I don't think they're gonna let it ride on No Man's Sky. Like as as much as like I would love for that to happen. That's not that's not the killer holiday title for them. But I think it's gonna have to be a title we think is not gonna come out until 2016. I think they'll move something up. It could be Hellblade potentially. Could be. Huh. We did forget. We haven't about heard that anything out of those out right. of those for a long time. Right. Yeah, right. it could be Hellblade. That's, that's Ninja Theory. That's Ninja well, Theory. Yeah, Ninja Theory. Yeah, yeah. I I would counter what you're saying is what you're saying, and and that very well may be possible. But I got the feeling that Sony truly didn't think how uh, Uncharted was going to slip to 2016. I think right. they were counting on that being in that November time slot, and by the time. Naughty Dog decided, well, we can't make that date. I don't think there was anything else to move into it. And that's why they've kind of been leaking out. Hey, hey, first part is going to be a little, little, little sparse. <laughs> you know? They got to have one thing, though. Like, I'd actually I mean, prefer to have be, something. I'd rather them have some kind of shooter to come out then. Like, mm-hmm. I wish the Guerrilla Games title would be up there. But we haven't even seen a concept of that. So we don't mm-hmm. know what that's going to be. I mean, I will say this is like of all the conferences in the past couple of years that I've, you know, you kind of go into these conferences with either an inkling of what's supposed to come out. You kind of look at the schedules, you read the papers, you see what's happening, you see what's going on. You're like, all right, so I can kind of see this fitting in right here. This is the first year where I have seen nothing. Right. On the Sony side that I'm like, hmm, where could that fit? Where could that go? And that's really weird for them. And they may take a huge L on. Well, this, this this conference. Go ahead, Paul. I, I can I give really a, a little so. extra insight on this and just say that I may or may not have had a little birdie tell me recently. Is this an exclusive? That, mm, call it, it what you want. Is this a I, I cannot confirm or deny, but I may or may not have heard that Star Wars Battlefront is their destiny this year. Yeah, where where they where they. Yeah, where they basically banned Microsoft from from yeah, uh, marketing it at all. Exactly. Well, here's the thing, and not to mention, it sounds like Black Ops Three is going to get the 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 time DLC exclusive that Microsoft used to have. Used to have PlayStation. PlayStation. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. Here's yeah, a, here's that, a, that was that was going to be the question that I asked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm talking all over you. Um, that about Call of Duty and whether or not Call of Duty was going to be at the Microsoft press conference or the Sony press conference because we haven't really seen we here's haven't a, seen anything. Here's think, a quick point that I wanted to kind of throw at all of you really quickly before we move on to Nintendo. The I hear I hear the the conversation and the and the term ex, timed exclusive thrown out around a lot, and don't we all think that to a certain extent there is no such thing really? It, there's a technical version of that, and then there's like the mindshare version of that, right? Right. Like, and and but 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 they there is no technical version. Fit. One helps leads the other um, because like Destiny's Destiny's timed exclusive and its uh, exclusive DLC really worked in Sony's favor to the point where in the mindshare the people that were uninformed believed that Destiny was a PS4 exclusive um, and and it and it you know it worked brilliantly and you know and Sony paid a little bit extra to make sure that Microsoft couldn't even advertise for it um, so much so that they had to come out with that really brilliant ad that they came out with, um, with the with the perfume or whatever it was. Um, so uh, 
doing that again with Star Wars Battlefront, they're hoping that they can they can uh, recapture lightning in a bottle with with the mind share trick, and you know they'll use the Jedi mind share trick. I couldn't I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, but but it, but it you know I think I think it will work. I think it will work. Go ahead, did Reef. you want did you want to add something to that, Reef? Yeah. So one statement I wanted to make because I know that we have to move on. No one mentioned Vita. Of course not. Oh, Vita, and, and, Vita's and dead. because Vita because and Sony won't is down in Cuba with Tupac. They're, they're <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it's still. I mean. They got to say, I mean, I know that there's been all these rumors that they said that it's a legacy platform and, yeah. you know, outside of America. But I find that kind of sad. I mean, yeah. I, I, I like they put a lot of money and, and stuff into this handheld. And I don't know. I I lament that like the same way I kind of lament that the connect thing that, you know. Yeah, they're just it's sad. Poorly utilized. Yeah, so I, to, yeah, the, yeah. I, I yeah, still yeah. was never able to use my Vita as a rare view mirror. So I'm sad about that. <laughs> um, so, so we're going to move on to uh, Nintendo. I really have heard small things about Nintendo this year. Not much because they kind of kind of ducked out the corner uh, besides the Nintendo championship, <laughs> which is probably their biggest news of the actual show. It's like we're doing the Nintendo championship again. We're going to pull out. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Savage. I can't remember. Randy? Fred Savage. Macho Man? No, the other guy. Fred, 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 Savage. Fred Savage. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like he's making a wizard reference. Y'all are some wrestling heads. Y'all, yeah. like, y'all like Michael Savage? Uh, right. Randy Macho Savage? Man. Gotta play that Mario. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have yeah. you guys heard about uh, Nintendo this year? What do you think is going to pop up? Uh, do we get Reggie ever doing a press, uh, <laughs> ever doing an interview? <laughs> before we all die uh let's see uh paris start off. oh okay all right yeah he he called on me not you right <laughs> go, <laughs> i was gonna one. say go to reef because he's the nintendo dude but yeah i know well, we, got, we got we got reef reef is here we got, we got well since i haven't done it yet and it was asked that i do it on twitter i'll go ahead and do it now but miss cleo tinks we're gonna <laughs> see star fox they're gonna be a lot of star fox they're gonna do some mario maker and we're gonna see some yoshi's yarn I want, That's all I got. That I don't is, know. That is the else. worst Jamaican accent of all time. It is, but it it's is, great. It is, it's, it's so it's so bad because hers was that bad in real life. So you, yeah, you're right. Accurate. Read about uh, Reef. Did, did you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, in terms of games, lineup wise, 2015, like Nintendo can really knock the ball out of the park. Um, um, when I look at what they. Unless anything slips, they can announce that's you know they, they can announce specific dates for Star Fox, which will be their big kind of holiday game, mm-hmm. Mario Maker, Xenoblade, right. um, Yoshi's Yarn, the new Fatal Frame game, which might be 2015, but maybe not, mm-hmm. um, and they could also announce these the you know. Amiibos for all these, right? So Star Fox Amiibos, you can have right. like your like your Slippy Toad oh, yeah. Amiibo that's, you know, and Peppy doing Bowerose and like that kind of stuff. Um, I think that's a pretty solid lineup of, uh, of games. Um, I think that they could also announce their new sort of cl- club Nintendo and, and like connected like, like Nintendo ID stuff and, and rewards program, which they recently um, 
canceled because like they've been hit they've been hinting at with the Adina deal with the uh, mobile games that like they're going to roll out sort of an integrated Wii U and 3DS um, and possibly other mobile like device kind of connected IDs. So if they can actually present something that looks reasonable, um, I think that like that'll be awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I think just just with that, I, I I think they'll be in pretty good. Um, you know, they'll be in in in, in like a pretty good way. And then of course they'll release some kind of Zelda thing for. 2016 now what i want i don't think but now if they do this they would definitely knock it out the park i don't think they will though but if they announce anything about wii u versions of any one of these games animal crossing pokemon metroid f-zero mario galaxy if they announce anything about any of those even if they launch in 2016 i think that that would be pretty incredible that's um, craziness. So I I, th- I think they're in a pretty good position. Um, obviously, they're you know not doing the standard kind of p- kind of press conference like they're still doing like the direct and the um, treehouse kind of like streaming like like the uh, the um, developer interviews and stuff. And they're doing like the same thing that they've done for the past two years, where if you go to Best Buy during e3 then like you can play copies of like mario maker early um so i think that in terms of bringing stuff directly to people that aren't at e3 i still think that like this is a great model that i wouldn't be surprised if the rest of the big companies start to follow in the next few years um so yeah i i i i I think with like the wii u trending upward and when and and with nintendo finally being profitable um i don't think that this will necessarily like you know make the wii u the sales juggernaut that they wanted it to be but i think that it'll put it in sort of the best possible position that it could be given that it sold really bad um, <laughs> up until recently now i got a question for you well before we get to 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 our other esteemed panel i, I do apologize but i, I want to ask you come upon right other people's podcast asking questions okay. like you grown <laughs> <laughs> Just keep walking and eat. <laughs> keep walking. Um, no, 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 no. But it's it, real, real talk. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's good. So, a question I got for you is like, like you mentioned Metroid and you mentioned Mario Galaxy. I, I would agree with you. Those announcements would be big for them. But what do you think the chances are? Zelda is their 2016 holiday title. That is the swan song for the Wii U. At E3 next year, we finally get details on that NX. That comes out in 2017. You hold Galaxy and Metroid to be launch titles in 2017. I think for a 2017 launch, they would have to talk about NX in 2015. And the fact that they said that they're not makes me think that that NX won't be for another few years. I can see them holding Galaxy, though, because 3D World you know, just came out last year and, you know, was pretty incredible and took, you know, obviously a lot of their resources, their resources and stuff. So I can see them launching, um, you know, a, uh, you know, holding another 3D Mario. But the fact that they haven't launched any kind of Metroid, I think they will. I think they need one for the Wii U cycle, even if they're already thinking about, um, you know, the um, NX. I, I don't think they they necessarily need to hold that because they haven't had one since Metroid Prime 3. I'm not counting other M or whatever the hell. 
Right, right, right. <laughs> right. So. so Cicero, what do you what do you have on on the Nintendos? Well, everything that everybody else said, I, I really believe that we'll wind up seeing. Um, I think the surprise will be uh, one of those titles uh, that that Reeve kind of mentioned. Uh, my guess would would be Metroid. We will see. We will see something, some kind of rumblings about a Metroid game. It's been too long, and uh, they really need to do something to kind of reestablish that brand in a positive way. Um, now, here is the thing that I don't think anybody sees coming. The Wii U will have a price drop. It's about time. Um, I think I think that the Wii U will, will have a price drop to whatever. I don't even know what how, what, what, how much did that, that fucking thing costs. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but they're going to lower the it price. It recently did have a price drop. But it did. What, to what? Yeah. It's like three hundred for the thirty-two gigabyte with I think two games. Yep. And like it used to be three fifty with one game. Right. Well, it's gonna be two forty-nine with. Stubnostication. Stubnostication. Two forty-nine, ten games. Yeah, I know. Right? Basically, right. Like, two games. We get a Wii U. We get a Wii U. Uh, everybody gets a Wii U, but 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 yeah. So I think you know you get all of that, and then uh, and and I really honestly believe they said no Zelda, no Zelda footage. I think that they they said the same thing about Star Fox last year. I think right. that we'll actually see some Zelda footage this year. Right, yeah, Charles. Charles, what do you have on Nintendo footage. on the Nintendo side? Uh, I, I think we'll get some Star Fox stuff. A ho- hopefully, a whole lot of Star Fox stuff uh, would be really nice. As far as Metroid goes, I think we'll get like the tease of teases, and I'm talking about like Samus rolls across the screen while they're talking about something else, and they don't even address it. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna be the extent of that. As far as like the NX and everything, I don't think Mario Galaxy being held over for the NX makes a whole lot of sense, but I can't imagine Zelda being the swan song when we have Star Fox coming too, and I think Star Fox is gonna come after that. I don't know what y'all. No, Star Fox is first. It is first. Star Fox is this year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was confirmed. This from this Star year. Fox is a 2015. Oh shoot! Well, they can go ahead and drop the release date for that. Give us a, a holiday release date for Xenoblade and call it a day. I'd be set. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Right. But um, as far as like the future of Nintendo, they can just keep doing what they're doing. They they don't need to strive to compete. Well, they're too late to the party as far as competing with. You know, uh, Sony and Microsoft on on the console. Sales. They're at they're at they're at a whole different party. Yeah, like, they're yeah. not even at that party. Fo- focus on um, your core audience that you have now. They they're excited yeah. for the stuff you have. I do think that we'll see some DLC bringing their other first party licenses into Splatoon because I feel like that game has the potential to be another continued Nintendo mainstay. It, it looks super exciting to me, and it actually makes me want to get uh, a Wii U, that along with Xenoblade um, as well. So, and I'm actually not much of a Zelda fan, but that actually looked fairly decent from what I saw before. Uh, I'd be more interested in Star Fox, especially since y'all telling me that it come out this year. I don't know how I missed that fact, but I don't know. They just keep doing what you're doing, drop a whole bunch of Amiibos and have people in line about to throw hands. 
It's not about it though, hands. I mean, they hijacked a freaking truck of Amiibos. <laughs> it's real, it's real out there. It's yeah. real. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I would even throw in, and I've been saying this the last few weeks, anyways. Nintendo is the best developer in the world. Oh yeah. I, 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 I don't. I don't think we, we we need to sell them short on that. They yeah. make the best games in the world from one particular publisher, without a doubt. They don't need a day Their one issue patch. is all right. <laughs> Their issue has always been they get so such little third party support. But like you said, I think their mentality now is. We don't care what Microsoft or Sony or the PC is doing. We're Nintendo. We're doing Nintendo, you know, because we know we're always going to have our core audience that's going to play Mario games, going to play Donkey Kong, Metroid, Star Fox, Zelda, etc. And like you said, now with Splatoon, they're going to get even more people in to play that. Mario Kart, one of the most successful franchises in the history of video games. Smash Brothers, same thing. So, I mean, Nintendo's going to be fine for what Nintendo does, and I think that's what a lot of people need to realize is they're not worried about trying to have the greatest hardware in the world. They're just about making great games, which they've always done historically. I don't think that's ever come into question. Absolutely. I, I, I can totally agree with that. Um, I think 2017, we will finally see uh, the NX. It will come out with a revamped. It'll, it'll, it'll be a bundle. It'll have a new Zelda Zelda esque game. It'll have uh, the new galaxy game. It'll also have a revamped version of the Super Scope 6, Rob yes. the Robot. <laughs> it will come with a one terabyte Western Digital hard drive, <laughs> and it will also have Connect for $350. And Gyromite. Don't forget Gyromite. And, and, yeah, and, and, and uh, uh, NES Advantage. NES Advantage. But I do think that yeah. maybe Nintendo Land may make uh, a new uh, resurgence, and they may kind of uh, bring that kind of not franchise but that ip back uh for this generation sometime either this year or next year but wasn't wasn't nintendo land i thought it was decent kind of opened the wii u in the first place yeah i think they're gonna i think they're gonna do a a second version of it i think they're probably gonna do some amiibo tie-in stuff euro euro nintendo land yeah, it could I like be. that idea with the amiibos. Though. Yeah, the amiibo thing is what's going to be driving Nintendo for a while because people are crackheads. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to revamp our show. We're gonna we're gonna change up a little bit. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break before we get into the to the other press conferences. Uh, we're gonna talk about Bethesda. We're gonna talk about Ubisoft, and we're gonna talk about EA on the way back, and maybe a little PC stuff since we have uh, Mr. Paris and Mr. Mr. Reefa over over here. Uh, so we're going to do that. We're going to take a break. This is episode 65 of the Spawn on Me podcast. This is our E3 pre-3 uh, show for all of you. We'll be right back after this. Hey, yo, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Blaze the hot. This actor sound like Kevin. Uh-huh. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. My moment, cow, come and get some. Yeah. Play of my position. Hot nicks on this one. For all the sick ones, infliction. Poisonous, dark, sickness. Best believe, finger itching with two broke legs. Now I'm tripping on MCs, cliche. Shot that ricochet, start trouble, bust bubbles. Hip the wicked ways, gotta love me. G.O.D. no one above me. Look good, look ugly. Tap your Draw from my punch, fucking son and you Got your <laughs> and in your last hunky running who? Punk get a speed pump coming through A single shot make your meat love respect uh-huh. Yo, hey. hey yo, I put it on nigga Shit on 
turn a Christian to a certified sinner. The bomb I released, time pin up. When you got sent up, I was hitting your ex. Low petrol, your metro. Politic, keep the chicken heads gobbling. Them driving in, come with full halogen. Terrorize your city from the committee. Kick to both Timberlands, turn grinning. Smack the driver head in the gypsy. When I approach, rappers be taking notes. I drop like I should've invented the raincoat. Absolute, I love the burn to the roots. I keep coming to you, pour from your boots. Vigilante, hardcore to the business. My attitude is Stay out the dark. Cause if I catch you when the sun is down, run it, clown. Come up off that. I'm gonna gun it down. Run it now. However, stone go, it's gonna be that. See that? That shit'll finish you, dog. Believe that. Where we at? Do you value your life as much as your possessions? Don't be a stupid nigga. Learn a lesson. I'm gonna get you either way, and it's better to live. Let me get what's up in your sock, cause it's better to give, to receive. Believe what I say when I tell you. Don't make me put you somewhere where nobody can smell you. But when the lights is out, they don't come back on. This ain't a flick, you ain't gonna come back on. Break that strong. Knew it was wrong. Push your ass for it, baby. Use a big, a steam ass for it, baby. So I can lift you up on front seat. Think it's dumb sweet? One heat, one deep, leave behind. One hey, sweet. Welcome back everybody to the Spawnable Podcast, this is episode 65, that joint that you just heard, we were talking about future things, we're talking about things that are happening in the next couple of weeks, so we took it back a little bit with a dope joint uh, from the guy that is now on CSI whatever the hell. Hello, Cool J, with four three two one featuring Method Man, Red Man, DMX. Uh, we're doing our own kind of mini countdowns here, so we, mm. we give a little bit of a countdown in the music break. Um, so we're gonna run right back into it, and what we're gonna start off with is the wonderful folks at Electronic Arts. Those dudes, those folks, those amazing people who make all the games that we like, putting FIFA, putting ladies in FIFA. Giving us Captain Shepard, who is the best person on the Citadel, and, and a whole bunch of, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so let's start it off with Charles. I know that there's a lot of stuff that is coming out, uh, and a lot of things have been rumored to be coming out. What have you been hearing? What kind of things are you excited about on the EA side? Uh, table and and chairs are all set for you at this table. Here you go. <laughs> Basically, as far as like. Um FIFA and Star Wars Battlefront and Mass Effect. I feel like it's my responsibility to be excited for those. Like that's that's a uniform you gotta wear when it comes to the EA stuff. But the game that I'm looking forward to the most is actually um Mirror's Edge two. Which is that, mm. that that's kinda mm. coming out under the EA umbrella, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. That uh the first game was a very pleasant surprise for me. And I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to that game. Um, Mass Effect Four. I'm still up in the air on that one because I don't, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's a vast space for them to work with. Um, no, I saw what you did. Uh, there. <laughs> a vast space of Elcor. But and, uh, right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm curious if they can create a group of people that I'm going to be as interested in going forward. And honestly, me, I didn't enjoy Mass Effect 3 that much. Um, so if they kind of continue along those lines, as far as gameplay goes, if they continue right. along those lines, then I may not be as interested. Um, Battlefront, I'm iffy on that, just like everybody else is. Uh, it's 
I love dice though, and I think that they can handle uh, the Star Wars um, license well. So I'll probably go ahead and throw that sixty dollars out there. Um, probably not gonna pay for that forty dollar uh, season pass that I know that they're gonna have. But <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> but I, I'd have to say Mirror's Edge, like Madden and all that other stuff. I'm done, Madden. I'm I'm through with the Madden franchise. Been done with them for like the last two years now. Um, and FIFA, I'll probably grab FIFA as well. That's just a consistent thing. Word, word. Um, let's see. Let's go to Reef. Reef, what do you got on the EA side? I'm excited for Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars geek. The movie's coming out. I know that they said they're not going to have like the space battle stuff, which is really disappointing. Like we have this next gen tech, I don't see why they can't implement that. Season um, pass. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, but I I can't help it. I love Star Wars. You know, I I'm excited for it. You know, I'm 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 excited to see what they have to show on that. And I also really like Dice as well. Um, so you know, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, probably second is Mass Effect Four. Um, I have enjoyed the entire trilogy. Is you know, I think it's probably my favorite tr- trilogy in gaming, probably. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I just really hope that this new Mass Effect series does not center around humanity. Um, I feel like one dope thing that Mass Effect did was it opened up this whole universe where humans just entered in this already existing thing of like the Turians, you know, and, and the Krogan and like all these people. So if they fo- choose to focus on one of these other vast, you know, um, cultures instead of like making it into this, oh, well, like humanity has to save, save the galaxy. I think that that would be the only way that they could go to be able to eclipse the previous trilogy. Um, you know, so I think that that would be awesome. I want a, I want a battle. I want some Elcors in battle. Basically, is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, I re- I'm really looking forward to um, uh, that game. Looking forward to Mirror's Edge 2 as well. Um, I'm not that excited about it. Mirror's Edge, 1, Mirror's Edge 1, I liked more the idea of it, the protagonist of it, more than the actual fun I had playing the game. Um, I mean, parkour and stuff is, like, awesome. I do feel like it slowed down a lot when there was gunplay and all that stuff to the point where I got really frustrated with the game. Um, but I do like the idea of it. I like the fact that games like that are being made, especially by these by these bigger publishers. Um, the, the other game that I'm pretty excited about that I hope that they talk a little bit about is a sequel to Titanfall. Oh, yeah. Um, Good call. I played a lot of Titanfall um, er early this uh, year you know i i prestiged a few times um or like regenerated or whatever like they uh called it there um and i think the fact that it's going to be multi-platform so they know that they're going to make money on it means that i'm hoping that um they can you know add some new features to it um i know that they had a pretty good dlc kind of rollout where they added on like a horde mode um a bunch of cool maps um you know and like private matches and like all that stuff but um i really think that you know it was a really um kind of inventive shooter that kind of had this mix of like 
jumping in without being a shooting expert, but like still had kind of those expert modes for for the hardcore players. Um, so so I do hope that it's something that they continue to build on, um, especially now that they know it's not an Xbox exclusive. So you know, I just hope it comes to PC. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Paris, what do you have on EA? Um, kind of like already been said, um, I'm interested to see what Mirror's Edge 2 is going to look like. Um, I'm definitely very hyped for Mass Effect. I um, hope we get get definitely get some, some solid info on that at the C3. Um, I have to be careful with my words. I know more than I can say. Um, Tell us, Miss Cleo, what you have over there, Miss Cleo. I'll say this. I'll say this. There's a new IP coming. And I've played it. Oh, Whoa. snap. And it's going to surprise people. Is it Madden 16? I'm not saying anything. NCAA is coming back. But no, there, there's a new IP coming from EA. It, awesome. They're gonna. I've, I've seen the video that they're going to show at the press conference, the whole thing. Um, I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised. Oh, I think it. I know I what think, you're talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Don't get... <laughs> I know what it is. Right, right. It's cooking. It's cooking, Mama, with Miss Cleo. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm oh, coming okay. to clean up the house for you. No, um, but no, I that game, like I said, I think will be a breath of fresh air to a lot of gamers out there, especially to see this type of game come from EA. I, I, I trust me. I've I've not told Danny or any of these guys what it is because I want everyone to experience it when they get a chance. Um, you know, at, at E3 to see it. Um, I think that'll be, like I said, a, a, a breath of fresh air for everyone. That'll be something exciting to see. Um, I'm curious where Battlefield's going to go next. That that would be my other thing from EA. Um, obviously, Dice has a lot on their plate right now because they got to push out Battlefront. And to kind of go back to what you were saying earlier about Battlefront and not having the space battles. I mean, come on, that's Battlefront too. They're, they're, you know, they. They got that license. They had to get something out to tie in with episode seven. So they did the best that they could to get to get that portion out. And then they're going to come out with Battlefront 2 in two years. And it's going to have all the bells and whistles that they didn't have in this one. Because, I mean, you also got to remember this. Battlefront does not have a campaign. Um, right. You know, Titanfall didn't have a campaign. And, and we all tried to act like that was okay. And when <laughs> Titanfall came out, everyone complained about it. Um, right. And I can right. also tell you, as far as Titanfall goes, there's not going to be any information on it at the C3. Oh, damn it. Oh, damn it. And I'm going to shut up. So That's it. You're cutting else. your mic. Miss Cleo is correct. Brought I'm about down, to drop a Titan on you room. right now, Paris. <laughs> I'm going to drop a Titan on your house. <laughs> uh, Cicero, what do, you, what do you got on EA? Um, so, you know, everyone here is uh, really kind of downplaying um, the EA Sports side of things. So I'm going to, well, first I'm going to lead off by the same way that I've led a off. A black man else. defending EA Sports. I am shocked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's been four other motherfuckers up on here that haven't. So, you know, screw you. Um, so first, first I'm going to start where, where I've started with, with all of the other press conferences by saying, um, you know, let's let's rewind back a year and, and, and talk about EA. EA's press conference was abysmal. Um, and I think that's I think that's being gracious to to Electronic Arts um, by, by calling it that they they went out and uh, they showed Dragon Age. They showed the EA Sports stuff. 
Um, and then everything else that they showed were were dev documentaries, <laughs> um, which was I mean, which is is just absolutely ridiculous. It's, you know, I mean, it, I mean, it just goes to show you that they just didn't have anything um, of substance to to show anything or anyone um, outside of a, a video from Mirror's Edge 2. Um, so going into this year and, and talking about EA Sports, um, you know, we're going to see Rory McIlroy golf. Um, did you really just pull what? Rory McIlroy <laughs> golf? Out of I, your I, I did. I did because because they're probably going to lead with that. Um, it is it it will be out very soon after the after the press conference. I think it's coming out either late June or early July. Um, it's a a brand new game built from the from the ground up for the next generation systems the current generation of systems i know i sound like a pr I can't guy right believe now. you just said <laughs> really do right um but but you know and and they're they're really excited about about this new partnership that they have i know i sound like an ea shill right now i've realized this um but uh yeah so i mean they've got they've got a lot of stuff going on with that um i'm really excited for madden i think that madden 15 was a really great game that not a lot of people gave gave credit to uh madden 25 was probably was better than madden 06 was in terms of an introduction to a new generation of consoles but it wasn't a it wasn't a fantastic game. But I think the look really on Paris's face right now is amazing. Amazing. He looked like he saw three Ma- ghosts <laughs> tied together Madden, in a human Inky, centipede. Inky Pinky. Madden, Madden 15 Next, you'll say that Joe Montana football is going to have the NFL license. Oh but, yeah! yeah no, no, shut your no, face! No, shut already, your face! Right. We've already talked about Montana football, and I've I went on Operation Sports. Uh, I mean, not Operation Sports, the Press Row podcast, and I, I talked about Matt, uh, Joe Montana football, and I got everybody into a lot of trouble. So I'm not going to talk about Joe Montana football right now. Um, but uh, but I, I, I you know I'm really excited. I've heard some things again on the Press Row podcast. Shout out to those guys over there. Um, and and uh, there are a lot of things that that are coming up for Madden that I think uh, people that were once fans of the franchise would uh, be um, behoove themselves to, to check out again and uh, really get into the franchise again. So, so I'm excited for those hockey also is coming back in a really big way. So NHL 16, I'm really excited for. Um, So, you know, all of those things I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing and hearing about Uh, there's a new need for speed game. Great. Um, which, which you know, to be honest, I don't really care about either. But they've got a lot of a lot of different things coming out um, about that, that that I think may resonate with some people. Um, the things that I'm most excited to see, uh, you know, Mirror's Edge Two will be probably probably be cool to look at. But I got to tell you, to be honest, um, the most exciting thing about Mirror's Edge for me was the messenger bag that uh, we had at GameStop while I was still wow. working. Wow. Wow. Selling. Suck it, life. <laughs> right. Yeah. You suck. Yeah, that, 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 the yellow messenger bag from uh, Mirror's Edge was really, really dope. Um, but you so. defend Rory McIlroy golf. Okay. <laughs> I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that it's coming out. They're going to talk about Ain't it. Nobody giving no shits about no damn Rory McIlroy no, uh, golf. Golf is fun. Golf is, I, golf is fun. No, I, I actually have a uh, question for you on the EA Sports side. Uh, so, right, so, okay. So, 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 All right. You yeah. ask me any sports questions. Because you don't know sports like like Cicero knows sports. There, there you go. Bo knows sports. 
Um, so do you anticipate that they might announce any changes or expansions of EA Access? Um, you, you know, EA Access is something that they may wind up talking about. I don't know what the changes would be. I, 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 I you know, the only change that I could foresee coming would be the inclusion of, of Sony, right. uh, on, you know, in the PlayStation 4. Um, but I, I think that's a win. That's a win for for Microsoft. And uh, and if it's if they don't talk about EA access at the Xbox at the Microsoft press conference, then maybe you can you you'll hear something about EA access at the at the at the EA press conference, opening it up to the PlayStation Four. Um, but but yeah, people don't really understand how great that is. What a great deal EA Access truly is. Um, what a boon that is for people who are fans of the, of the of uh, electronic arts, and and especially on the back end, um, all of the games that you're able to play and at least at you know at the very least try out. Um, EA Access is is fantastic. Um, it's probably the the second best deal in digital digital gaming behind behind PlayStation Plus. Um, so uh, yeah, so I, I it'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure whether or not they're going to uh, expand that out to to the PlayStation family yet. Um, so um, I'm not, you know not excited for Mirror's Edge two. I'm excited to hear about the Mass Effect trilogy um, and their remaster and re-releasing that for the current generation of consoles um, that I anticipate being something that we'll see in the next seven or eight months, maybe in January or February of next year, um, you know, a little after the holiday season. Um, I'm also really curious to find out what it is that Criterion's working on. Um, they were working on the that uh, they at least were allegedly working on the uh, Need for Speed game, but I think they're working on either working on something else or or they gave the they gave Need for Speed to another studio and Criterion's got something else that they've got up their sleeves. Um, so that'll be. That'll be interesting to see. And and my hope is, and, you know, Paris can't confirm nor deny anything. My hope is <laughs> that we will, that the the <laughs> IP that EA has is um, Star Wars 1313. And he can neither confirm nor deny but I will say again that I on, hope in, that at in, some in point, audio form, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, that that I hope at, that at some point, um, you know, that Star Wars, since since the Star Wars license has been granted to EA, that uh, some type of Star Wars thirteen thirteen game or a game like it um, makes its way to. Uh, to consumer shelves. Um, 
so before before we move over to Ubisoft, I just want to say, Need for Speed. I'm kind of excited for that. They showed some car customization stuff. They talked about being involved with urban car culture to kind of figure out exactly what they want to do with their customization stuff. I was like, hmm, underground. What that means it's just underground. Yeah, basically, <laughs> right under right. underground. And, basically. and you know, I mean, let's for for you know just for a second, if that's what you want to do, you play Forza Horizon two. It just doesn't get any better than that. It really doesn't. Right. Um, and I'm going to drop an exclusive that I know. I don't Ooh. care who knows mm. it. I'm going to spurt it out. And if people get mad and don't invite me to things, it's okay. EA is going to bring back a storied franchise. Def Jam is coming back. It's going to start Lil B Word. and Drake. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to have Def Jam. Uh, fight for Compton. Fight for the base god. He's going to be the final boss. Right, right, right. <laughs> fight, fight for the base god. Curse is going to be the game that's coming out. <laughs> be the base god versus, versus James Harden. It's going to be James Harden, Drake, and Lil B all fighting at the same time. I heard CB4 is going to do the soundtrack. Oh, yes. That's what's up. Make this I'm happen. black, y'all. And I'm black. Oh, blackity y'all. black, and I'm black, y'all. Um, <laughs> speaking of black, we're going to talk about Aisha Tyler and how she's hosting the uh, Ubisoft conference. We're going to move over yes. to that. Uh, so Ubisoft, um, they didn't really show much. I think they showed very small snippets of, I think, what was it? The, um, the Division... And they showed right. Yeah, the division reveal was was last year. Yeah, division was last year, and people and, were and, super uh, excited. Rainbow, and uh, and, and Rainbow, um, <laughs> which is a whole other oh, story. Wow, wow. I'm not excited for that game at all. Ooh, um, oh yeah, I'm not excited for that game at all. I'll speak. I'll talk on it in a minute. But um, let's go to Cicero. Won't you? Won't you come in on the on the back end and, and make it brief this time? God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 fucking blabber. So, so Ubisoft um, yeah. will show lots of games. Um, they will talk about release dates, and they will miss them all, um, <laughs> with the exception of Assassin's Creed. Um, so, so Ubisoft will have you believe that you you will be playing a Rainbow Six game this holiday season. They are lying to you. Ubisoft will have you believe that you will be playing a Division game around Valentine's Day. They are lying to you. Do not believe what Ubisoft has to say about the games that they are going to release, with the exception of Assassin's Creed, um, because they will not make any of their dates. You will The only Ubisoft game that you will be playing this holiday season will be Assassin's Creed. The end. And Paris, but go. but but Rory, but Rory McIlroy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of mad because I was thinking the same shit. I'm happy. I'm happy to know I was not alone. That's the first person I'm going to seek out when I go to freaking E3. I'm going to look for Rory McIlroy. I'm going to get his. I'm going to get him and go sign a glove for you. All right, no doubt, and, and doubt. make it happen. Paris, Paris, what do you got on on Ubisoft? <laughs> Okay, I, I got to tell a quick story real quick about Aisha Tyler. So last year, um, I was behind closed doors at Microsoft to do a meeting, right? She was back there, too, with, like, it looked like it was her family or something. I, I don't know exactly. It was other black people with her, so I assume they were related. <laughs> but, um, oh, my God. I, I was literally sitting close enough that I could smell her hair. That's how close I was to Aisha Tyler. She's a very, very, very tall okay. woman, very striking woman. I mean, she's a very beautiful woman. I'm jealous. But 
it took everything in my power to not scream at the top of my lungs, Lana. Lana I wanted to say it so bad, but I, I, I tried to. Re- I, I was being respectful because I don't like to bother celebrities or whatever, so I didn't say nothing, and I just had to look at the ground the whole time she was sitting there. So I just I had to tell that real quick. But as far as Ubisoft goes, Rainbow Six will come out in 2015. Assassin's Creed will come out in 2015. They're probably going to do a sneak peek to Watch Dogs. They'll show off a, di- a Division TV, yeah. demo, you know. Um, I'm sure they'll... Here's my prayer. It, it won't happen, but I would love to see Beyond Good and Evil 2. I was Man. just going to say they, they, yes. they keep Fast. talking about it. They keep talking about it. Show yes. me. Make, make me believe. If they do that, that'll be the game of E3 for me because I, I, I desperately want to see that game come out. Um... Beyond that, you know, they'll show off Assassin's Creed. They'll apologize to everyone for the screw-up that they had last year with Assassin's Creed. And they'll tout this to be the greatest Assassin's Creed ever. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Ubisoft's Ubisoft. I'm to the point with them where, yes, I want to play Rainbow Six. For me, that's that's the shooter that I'm looking forward to playing on the PC. Yes, sir. Um, I think the Division has a chance to be Destiny Light, but I'm still very skeptical of it. I I, I, I want to believe, but not just yet. Um, I'm sure they'll have some Far Cry teaser as well. Mm. But overall, I mean, kind of kind of like what what Mister Nubication was saying. The one thing that we can count on. <laughs> the one thing we can count on is they're gonna have an Assassin's Creed out this year and. For better or for worse, they're going to have Rainbow Six out. And I, I can't even look at the camera right now, so I'm just going to shut up. Cause you just said, it's the <laughs> Double Oh, my God. All right, Charles. Okay. What do you got? Okay. Uh, he forgot one little detail with the, with the whole Ubisoft thing. You're correct that none of them will reach their release date, uh, their, their, their right. first release date, maybe even their second. Right. But you forgot to say that. Whatever release date they have, whenever it comes out, it's not going to work on that first day. (laughs) (laughs) And the real release date is whenever that first patch comes out. So, right. (laughs) um, But as far as all the games go, um, I'm wary of Ubisoft. I'm not an Assassin's Creed fan. Uh, Black Flag, I enjoyed just because of the whole pirate theme and everything. I'm just not into the story anymore. Uh, Watch Dogs. I didn't give it a shot. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you better better off. For it. Yeah, I was about to say you were very. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I skipped that. Yeah. I am hugely excited for the division. And if if Ubisoft right. messes that up, I might set fire to their building. Like I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. Oh, I'm with you. I'll be. I'll be right. There. I'll hold the right. gas can. I'll be right. Like there with please, you. just please. I don't care how many times you got to delay it. Just don't mess up the division. Um, I, I think it can execute in some places I think Destiny missed out on as far as getting into this whole persistently online universe. And I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Now, um, dang it, I just drew a blank on the other stuff I was going to mention. But Division is the, the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to. That's, that's pretty much. Rayman Legends. <laughs> Rayman. A new Rayman oh, game. oh, I know oh, what it was. And, I remember. And, oh. All right, so all right, question real yeah. quick. Just Dance. Or is anybody, does anybody have any proof whatsoever 
that Rainbow Six Siege is going to have a single player campaign. It won't. No, I thought I, they I, confirmed that no, already. No, it's yeah, it's, it's I, I, online. They did confirm that. They did. Okay, cool. Because I because I, I was I, like, I, I don't think people are gonna like that too much when when they when the when the the mind share figures that out. But when they when right. they announced that game, I had a feeling it wasn't gonna have that at all. And I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm one of the the few yeah, weirdos that's excited for like Fable Legends and Siege and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's gonna be pretty dope. I don't know about paying sixty dollars for it, but uh, we gonna we gonna what for for Rainbow for Siege? You wouldn't you don't think you not not from what, from, from what I've much? seen so far? No. Says well, the guy well, that's well, gonna well. spend sixty dollars for Rory McIlroy. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> But wait, but wait, but wait. I mean, what we've seen so far has been um, multiple multiple playthroughs of the exact same level. You're right. Um, we we haven't we haven't seen anything else, and which makes and, me think they only got like um, four more levels, and we're gonna be our feelings <laughs> gonna be hurt <laughs> when the game comes out. So I don't know. Right. Well, I, I just I you know I've been a fan, and as I think many if not all of us here on this panel have been a fan of the rainbow six games and um i think that you know one of the things that that we've loved about them is that even if they didn't have 25 levels or 15 different unique maps that they did a great job with level design that allowed us to continue to play through you know back alley or the vault um, several times, and you know, and enjoy, and enjoy each time as if it were the first. Um, you know, I mean, hell, Counter Strike has like two or three maps, and people and people have been playing that game for you know damn near twenty years. Yeah, and Honey so, Honey Boo Boo was popular too. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything, but okay, people, but, right. you know, people, people I'll, just I'll add on stuff. to what. Just add on to what you're saying about Rainbow Six, and I'm actually shocked that it is coming out in 2015 because everything that they indicated last year at E3 was this was a 2016 game. Right. It, right. it was not going to come out this year, so I do worry about it being rushed, lacking on initial content, and them trying to basically squeeze money out of out of us to get more content via DLC. That that's kind of my big fear when it comes to Rainbow and Six, and like also throw in because I forgot to say it say it before is do we see splinter cell come back i would much yet. rather splinter cell than that i, than, than I don't think so nah, i think they'll let the, the the division pass before they drop that bomb right right i right. did love black maybe Mist, maybe that'll be the the big you know because that's what ubisoft does every year is they they show you all of these franchises that they've had and then <laughs> they have a big reveal at the end um, at the end of 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 their press conference, and maybe Splinter Cell is the big reveal that you know comes out three years later. Well, what Again, about what about Pele? Uh, is Pele gonna come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Pele, Pele, Pele comes out for the FIFA for the FIFA one um, when they start playing in Cuba. Um, but uh, but they, you don't have to worry about Ubisoft rushing Rainbow Six. Um, for 2015, because it is not coming out. Until, it is not coming out in 2015. Reef, what do you think about Ubi? I, I'm with Cicero. Rainbow's not coming out, but that's the game I'm most excited about. I mean, all the right. gameplay I've seen, I love these co-op shooters with VIP targets and stuff. Like, I 
like just seeing them like coordinate to drop through a roof or to blow a door off and that kind of stuff. I just love that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm super excited for it. I don't want them to have a campaign. I don't want the developers wasting time on some crappy campaign that everybody's going to complain about. Like put all your resources into making, you know, this a a definitive, admittedly niche multiplayer game. Um, but just make it awesome. So that is what I'm like the most excited about um, for Ubi. Um, the thing about Assassin's Creed, they have to show it. But to be honest, what is a trailer for Assassin's Creed going to do to change the perception of Assassin's Creed? They don't have to. Because, but this is the thing. Like the Unity trailers I thought were fine. They were great. They showed these huge crowds. Like it looked awesome. Right. They, yeah, they look and, amazing. And these trailers are going to be the exact same. Like they're going to look awesome. Right. They're going to show cool right. air assassinations and fort and, right. and co-op and all that the, stuff. The like bat, the, the bat grappling hook. Yeah, so right. I do agree that they have to show them, but they're not going to do anything with repairing the damage. I don't care what they say uh-huh. on stage until the game comes out and it works. You know, yeah. like that and, and 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 like I mean day 1 works. Like I know that, you know, that the gaming industry now is in a time where a lot of games don't work on day 1, but I think with this game they have to right. get right. it. They got to get Just, it right. I, just, just like Halo Five. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say the I, same thing. Both, both yeah. of those games. I think they have a lot of pressure on them to not be perfect. I mean, games are too complex to come out perfect nowadays, but they can't have these graphical an- anomalies and crazy stuff that you saw right. in the screenshots of like people's right. like central nervous system. You know, when, <laughs> when, when they're right. when they're uh, w- like uh, walking around. You know. Right. Okay, good, Charles. We, well, we, we, I was going to uh, say, uh, we, go ahead. I was going to say, bad, just bad, throw bad. one more game in there that has to work day one. Street Fighter Five has to work okay. day mm, one because of what happened with Ultra. That's for real. That's, okay. that's true. It has to. That's I, I, I agree. Um, I'm yeah. more curious about The Division. What I've seen still hasn't really hooked me on it yet, but I think it could be interesting. So I'm looking for to seeing that I want it to surprise me um, because as of now I'm kind of mad on it um, you know and I really hope that they show a lot more um, sort of indie stuff that they're pushing through on their um, label because I love the games like a child of light and uh, right. that kind of stuff so I really hope right. that and, they and, show and they have valiant hearts exactly so like I really yeah. hope really good game that they have one or two kind of like just surprise games that they got from some you know new graduates from digipen or like whatever <laughs> um that that like look awesome and you know like that that's one thing i do respect about ubisoft is that they really have been pushing out some great like smaller yeah. uh games yeah. so like i hope to see like some more of that ubi art well ubi- i i, I- Go ahead, go ahead. Man. Ubi say? Art is like the hidden platform that people don't talk about as being something right. that's super dope. Go ahead, see. Well, yeah. So I, I will say that you know, talking about games coming back and and being and working day one, um, I, I will say that there was a notorious game or a notorious franchise uh, that really did learn their lessons, and their game came out and it worked day one, and that was uh, the Battlefield franchise. Battlefield Hardline worked. Uh, perfectly yeah. uh, from you know from from the jump so so there is there is hope 
um, or at least there's a there's evidence that to give you the belief that both uh, uh, Microsoft with Halo Five and Ubisoft with uh, Assassin's Creed have learned their lessons and redoubled their efforts to make sure that when the games are released, that the games work. Um, the second you install them and you press and you press start. Um, the other thing that I'll say about Ubisoft and and their press conference is, you know, that there's going to be uh, seven minutes of what the fuck um, at least, <laughs> and and there will be some really really weird things that nobody cares about. There will be a Just Dance. Um, demo for the newest version of Just Dance. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll even Dance, so. maybe they'll even be another uh, fitness game for the Connect. Like that may be the only thing that you see for Connect the entire week is uh, at the Ubisoft demo. You're and, holding on and, the Connect, ain't you? Right, and, yep, I am. I am. I think it's a great. I, I think it's a great piece of tech. Um, and and apparently the French do as well. Um, so, and, and there will be just something super, super weird because that's what Ubisoft does. You know, I hate them because they're terrible at, uh, you know, setting dates. They've run on, on the worst CP time ever. Um, but I love them because nine times out of 10, um, I really, really enjoy, um, the games of theirs that I play. Um, not the games that they release, but the games of theirs that I play. I, I, you know, most of the time I really enjoy them when they finally do release. Um, also, uh, the Division is a holiday 2017 game. You will see it at one more E3 before it releases. <laughs> wow, that is let's let's not let's, let's so, not let that so, be true. Oh, oh, it's definitely true. So we're gonna move. It's definitely true. We're gonna move on to the last uh, conference that we're gonna talk about on this show uh, really quickly before we make that transition Rainbow Siege uh, Rainbow Six Siege is whack uh, I don't care about <laughs> Splinter Cell anymore and now we're going to <laughs> Bethesda who I think to a certain extent is the kind of hidden show to beat at this point not hidden in the fact that we don't know that they're going to be there. We know what's coming, but they've already shown at least one of their big cards. We're wondering and hoping that they show at least the other side of that card with some gameplay at their at their their uh, press press gosh press conference. Jeez. Um, so first of all, I guess the first thing we should talk about is what did you guys think of the Fallout Four trailer that popped up? I know I was up super early just making sure that I saw that. I think Paris. Jumped into the street, ran around butt naked like he was running on the field at a soccer game. <laughs> um, Screaming Roy McElroy, Roy McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think you screamed that directly into your connect, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, and it didn't you respond. Had to, you had to form it. You had to form it in the form of a question. <laughs> Roy uh, so I guess uh, let's see. Let's start off with um, Reef. Reef, what did you think about the Fallout the Fallout Four trailer? I think it was an expertly done trailer. I think it 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 was just a great trailer, you know. And I'm not a huge Fallout fan, but this trailer definitely made me want to dive in um, and ch- and check out this game. Um, you know, the dog was awesome. <laughs> Can, can you play as the dog is my question um but but um yeah no i mean i i thought that this gave um 
people people like me who like aren't that invested in it got me excited for it but i also heard from people that are fallout fanboys and fangirls were really excited about it as well so i thought that they really did a good job crafting a trailer that could appeal to like both sides um so i think that this game is pretty much guaranteed to sell like uh with like just with pre-orders and like all that stuff um if it lives up to you know sort of the quality of the fallout franchise i can't really speak to that much but i hope i hope it does because it looks like it's one of those franchises that you know has a really good reputation i don't hear a lot of negativity about it um don't really hear that 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 like it's gotten like stale or that bethesda is just like doing a cash grab or like or like anything like that it seems like a lot of people want this to succeed um, and we kind of need those kind of positive gaming stories. So I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Nice. Nice. Paris. I know that you were super ridiculously excited. I think you ran outside and screamed at the top of your lungs. You threw your wallet at people directly. <laughs> it was like, take my well, money. Like, like I said on Twitter, I threw my wallet, my PayPal, my Apple Pay, my Android Pay, and the piggy <laughs> bank at the screen after I watched that trailer. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those Fallout fans. Like I I find Fallout New Vegas to be one of the greatest RPG games you can ever play. Right? That that's just how highly I, I think of the franchise. Um, I thought this trailer did everything you could do to get the hardcore fallout fans to be on board as well as a casual kind of like Sharif is already saying. Um, I, the fact that this might be dropping in 2015 kind of blows my mind. Um, it has been a hundred percent confirmed yet, but all signs are pointing to they're dropping this thing, this holiday, which I just did not think was going to happen. But if you look at the development time since Skyrim, it kind of makes sense for it to be coming out in 2015 right now. So I'm, I'm very excited to to see this. I mean, this could easily I look, I was 100% convinced that The Witcher 3 would be the game of the year for 2015. I didn't think anything was going to be able to top it. Maybe Batman might get close, maybe Metal Gear, but if they're going to put Fallout right now, I mean, that's they're going to be the leader in the clubhouse in my opinion. That's how much I think of of this franchise. So, yeah, I'm excited. Nice. Uh Cicero, your turn. Um uh well, th- Listen, Fallout, Fallout 3 New Vegas. Why don't you say it? <laughs> we don't know what the hell we got to say. Fallout, Fallout 3 New Vegas was, um, was a buggy mess that everybody loved. Um, Fallout 3 was, uh, you know, a lot of fun. Um, this, this trailer looked really, really good. Um, like, like Paris said, if it comes out this year, that's that's gonna be amazing. That's how you do it, Ubisoft. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, it it looked it looked fantastic. It looked fun. It was a it was an expertly crafted trailer. I think I heard someone say that once. So <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, kudos to Bethesda. They they really did a good job there. All right, Charles. Let me go ahead and get this out the way. I don't want to rub people the wrong way. I'm a, I'm not a huge Bethesda fan. I re, I, I respect oh, wow. it. I respect it for sure. I see the appeal uh, in the Elder Scrolls games. I see the appeal in the Fallout games. I had a terrible experience with Fallout Three. That's a story for a whole another day. But 
Oh, <laughs> uh, you bought it on you bought it on PS3, didn't you? I I did, yep. but that that's not even the root of the issue. It was just a terrible series of events that nobody should have ever had to go through uh, in the game. Damn, this sounds like it sounds like a therapy oh, session. This sounds like yeah, but this, really? like, this is about to get into some Charles real deep terms. Tell us where the fallout <laughs> nah, touched nah, nah. you. But like on paper, like I, I I would find myself to be interested in these, but I never got into them. Like I mean, I played. Um, not Skyrim, but the one before that. Uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Oblivion. Oblivion. I played Oblivion. a lot of that game, the side quests and everything. It was cool, but I just couldn't get as deep into it as other people were. Um, f- the Fallout trailer, though, it makes me want to give it another shot, for sure. So, right. and, and if it comes out this year, that would be absolutely fantastic. And and I, yeah. oh, I really want Metal Gear Solid to get Game of the Year. I really want it to execute. But you're right, though. If Fallout comes out this year, it's just go ahead and hand them the trophy because it's going to happen. Um, other stuff from Bethesda, I don't give a shit about Doom at all. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. Like, Thank you. Like Somebody else Come who on. understands my heart. I, Thank I, you. I'm a BFG you in the face. <laughs> Thank you. No. I couldn't give two shits about Doom, man. And everybody's all hyped for it. Whatever. It's cool. Um a little curveball though i all right so does anybody remember the game brink yeah Yeah. yes yes i was super hyped for brink brink did not execute that's the long and short of it yeah but i would like for them to do another one i'd also like for them to tease dishonored 2 this year which would be really dope so if, if they like even though i'm not a fan of bethesda I see Bethesda winning the conferences this year just off the strength of how they started off so far. If they throw Dishonored 2 in there, Brink, I don't know if anybody else cares about Brink as much as I do. So if they throw that in there, that's cool. But if they throw Dishonored 2 in there along with Doom and Fallout mm. and then tease like the Metroid ball, like Sky, uh, the next Elder Scrolls, just tease that a little bit, they got it. They got it in the bag. Simple as that. See what do you what do you have on the backside of, of of things that you think uh, might else might 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 also be shown? Well, I think all of the things that Charles just said, um, with the exception of something about Elder Scrolls, because ESO is out right now and people are uh, you know uh, trying Boo-boo. to make it work, it, you know. They that was a cute dog in that fallout, game, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm really going to be interested to see what Bethesda brings to the table. This is their very first E3 press conference, and you know that they've got to have more than just 35 minutes of somebody playing um, Fallout 4 um, in order for them to fill out the time on on this press conference. So, um, obviously, you know, people have talked about they speculated on Doom, um, to, you know, to speculate on on Dishonored Two would be a really, really big get, and that makes that makes a lot of sense that they are going to have a press conference and, and announce Dishonored Two, um, which also leads more evidence, you know, or more credence to the ev- to to the fact that um, Fallout Four this will year. be released this year. So that's 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 big. That's really really big because they're you know they're not you know they're not going to have a press conference if they don't have any games that are coming out this year. Right. right. So right. So Paris. Uh, that's really cool. Um, 
I think you guys have already hit it as far as all the games I was thinking of because my original thought was Dishonored 2 would be the game this year, then the tease would be for Fallout 4 next year. I think it's going to be the complete opposite now. You know, for that, Doom, we, we know was coming. They, they're sending out um, appointments at E3 for that, so they're, they're going to have something Doom-related there. Um, wouldn't shock me to see something Quake-related. I mean, people don't right. talk about that a lot, but Quake, I think the opportunities there to make that more of a free-to-play type of game and go that route. Now, is Battlecry Bethesda? I was I getting mixed remember. up with what two, 2K has. Battle you got Battleborn, Battlecry, something. But There's a lot of Battle. Yeah, Battleborn. Yeah, 2K. they're gonna. Uh, yeah, they're gonna. Battle they're gonna have Bethesda's gonna have. I guess it's Battlecry then. They're gonna have that there as well. Um I think the one, like you brought up the tease about Elder Scrolls. Actually, I think the tease that we're, we're all forgetting about here, probably the best game of last year, in my opinion. They're going to do more Wolfenstein. So they're probably going to tease Wolfenstein. Mm, I didn't think about that. I mean, Machine Games, yeah. don't sleep on Machine Games. They're one of the best devs out there. They used to be Starbreeze, which did the old Riddick game back in the day. So, right, you know, they, right. they got, uh, what is it? Old Blood is out right now, which I actually haven't played yet, but I, I have it downloaded. But um, they're going to build upon that. They they hit on something with this Wolfenstein franchise. So yeah, I don't see them. Yeah, they're not going to let off the gas on that. So they're going to at least talk about something coming in the future with Wolfenstein, I'm sure. Right. Reef, you, you have the last word on this one besides the last word I'm going to get after you. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I do want to address some of this doom. Uh, I, I don't feel like people are giving doom the proper respect in the fact that doom 1, 2, and 3 all set standards graphically. Um, I don't think, I think 4 will do the same thing. Um, I think even though I know Carmack is on Oculus and so he hasn't had, you know, the the final say of the final product is not a Carmack thing, which could make it suffer on that point. But I'm I have hopes that this game will be another one that will push the limits of particularly of PC hardware um, and, you know, set a new standard. I mean, when Doom 3 came out, like the lighting was phenomenal. Like it was like something that you know i had never seen in a in in let alone a shooter game in a game in general and like obviously one and two you know kind of you know created that well not created that genre but like refined it um so you know i'm really hoping that four does a similar um thing and i think you know given the given the background of the series i have no reason not to think that so i'm i'm excited to see um you know doom has always been more less about the story to me and more about you know being kind of the vehicle for technical advancement so i'm 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 excited to to see it so we're about to get up out of here i'm I'm gonna give my last words about the bethesda conference and that would be doom is whack uh dishonored (laughs) is whack (laughs) and the best part about the Bethesda uh, conference besides any more fallout information we'll be seeing uh, Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb together again on stage oh, doing awesome. this thing. Yeah, I'm really looking forward so to that. So that alone. One out of two ain't bad. That, shut your face. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> nobody ask you nothing. Um, so I'll be super excited. I got Morgan Webb stories, but go ahead. Oh, well. Wow. Oh. <laughs> 
Microsoft exclusive. No, that it already got dropped. Yeah, we've heard that, and it's it, not it, happening. It, did it? Yeah, Uncle Phil went did on Twitter it? and killed that one. Yeah, he said no. Okay. Well, I mean, did he? Did he? Was that a smokescreen, or do you think? <laughs> do you think that's legit? Look, Mulder and Scully, it's dead. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we should end this show because that was a great way to end it. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank everyone for, for coming through. Uh, Charles, I want to thank you so much for coming through. If you want to tell people where they can find your work and all the things that you're up to, uh, let them know wh- where they can catch all your stuff. Word, word. Hit uh, thecoalition.com. I'm an editor and writer over there. Uh, we do the Knights of the Turntable Hip Hop Podcast, the definitive hip hop podcast over on that Ooh. site as well. Um, and you can hit Charles Singletary wow, Jr. <laughs> Uh, to see what other stuff I'm into. And I'm going to throw this out there real quick. Last Guardian is going to come this year, holiday season, Sony exclusive 2015. Whoa. It's happening. Wow. Damn. Wow. It's going to fill that void. Wow. It's going to fill the void. All right. All right. That was, <laughs> that was some strong stuff to leave out on that one, man. Damn. Uh, uh, Sharif Jackson, can you let folks know where they can find your work and all the dope things that you're doing? Sure. So my name is SharifJackson.com, and that's where you can find my stuff. Is. Um, right. um, I redesigned the website, so now if you just go to SharifJackson.com, you can get the science blog, Science Look Good, my YouTube gaming series on gaming and diversity. Gaming Looks Good is, is there. Um, all the podcasts that I've had guest appearances on, including this one, as well as the podcast that I do, Operation Cubicle with J.P. Fairfield, where we talk about being geeks of color in the corporate uh, world. Um, so you could check all that out at ShreveJackson.com. And if you want to f- follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, I'm always at Sharif Jackson. So check it out. Nicely done. Uh, Paris Lilly, can you let folks know where they can find you and your dope work? Yes, uh, you can find the podcast that I'm on, Gamertag Radio, at GamertagRadio.com. We're also part of the CBS Radio Podcast Network, so you can find us at Play.it. And if you want to hit me up directly on the social medias, you can find me at Vicious696. And I'll just add in... I'll just add in. <laughs> I can't look at the camera. I'm sorry. I'll just add in that if The Last Guardian comes out in 2015, not only will I buy Roy McElroy, I will also buy a copy for one Mr. Cicero <laughs> along with all the DLC. All right. So y'all, so y'all heard that now. Y'all heard that. That's, I'm going that's, on record. That's recorded. 
<laughs> yes. That's real. Hey, I will get, real. Look, look, I will get you the Xbox One version, the PS4 version, the <laughs> version, the PC version, and the Coleco version. I get you everything. Everybody, you heard that. Uh, Cicero Holmes. Can you please let everyone know what the social media business is, please? Um, before I get before I get into our social media business, I will say that there is an additional place that you'll be able to find me going forward. Um, and uh, as of this past Wednesday, so about a week from uh, when you're hearing this recording, uh, if you listen to it on Tuesday, um, a little site uh, launched called HitThePast.com. Uh, started by Rich Grisham of the Press Row Podcast and, uh, you know, uh, former guest of the uh, Spawn on Me podcast also. Um, and it is a sports video game website. And uh, yours truly is one of the contributing editors on that site. So uh, as you listen to the show, excuse me, you can go to hitthepass.com. You'll be able to see some stories that I've written um, and some contributions that I've made. And look forward to seeing more of that uh, going forward in the future. You can find that um, also find us also on Twitter at hit the pass um, on Twitter. So at hit the pass, uh, which is a blades of glory, not blades of glory, blades of steel. But but also. uh so, you know, our social media business is as follows. The show is at Spawn on Me. Um, the site for this week is at Spawn Point Blog. Um, but, th- but that may be going away really soon. Um, I am at Stubby Stan. Our great captain is at Kaja Kins. Remember Dan the Robot at Dan the Robot and ESN at ESN FM. You can find the show on iTunes and Stitcher. And play uh, play FM and uh, and some other places. So wherever you can find your favorite podcast, remember to rate and review it. Uh, leave us some great reviews. We've gotten some great ones. So keep keep it up. Thanks a lot. It really helps us out. Um, you can also find us on ESN.FM slash Spawn on Me. Uh, find all of our episodes there, past, present and possibly future. Um, so do that if you want to leave us a, an email feedback at the smallpointblog.com you can uh, send us a voice message at speakpipe.com slash spawn on me and our merch is at redbubble search spawn on me nice 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 yeah we're going to be moving some things around in the next couple of weeks hopefully prior to e3 if I can get all my HTML in a row and CSS to do what they need to do, then it will be dope. Uh, we'll definitely be sharing that out within the next week or so. Um, or you'll hear me scream it out on the internet. So if you are following the spawn point blog, uh, Twitter account, totally move your love and all of your, <laughs> all of your following to the spawn on me, uh, account so that we can kind of have everyone in one place and I'd be able to hug you all in one right. spot. So, um, that was kind of creepy. Uh, so we're going to head on out just like you. <laughs> we're going to hear word. I'm going to just hug you. Um, <laughs> and you can't do nothing about it. Nothing about it. I want to, uh, again, thank you guys for, for coming through. I really yeah. appreciate Having such an amazing group of brothers come on and talk about games in this way and 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 be so and, and speak so well, 
<laughs> Speak so well. Yeah. Shots You're fired. Also articulate. You so y'all is y'all is the most articulate fired. group of people I ever done seen. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate I, you all. I've been reading. Hi, right, Leticia. You is smart. You is special. <laughs> next next show we'll have Leticia on from uh, <laughs> from DSX. <laughs> Dude, that might be in the Square Enix like like reveal. Is they might have a. Oh my god! She'll get she'll get she'll get her own game. It'll be yeah, a maybe speaking kind of game. Oh my gosh! Of like digging through the trash. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Can you imagine if they were like, yeah, hey, y'all wanted diversity? Well, you get to play Deus Ex as a as a woman of color, and it's Leticia. That would be dope. That's. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been episode 65 of the Spot on Me podcast. This is our pre-E3 uh, coverage. We'll be doing some cool stuff on the back end. Also, there may be some uh, interviews uh, happening during E3 proper. Uh, it'll be Spot on Me's first time going, uh, and it'll be freaking dope. So we yeah. will see you guys there, and we will be hanging out with you uh, throughout all that week. So until then... Thank you guys for listening, and we will say peace. Peace.